Hi, and welcome to another edition of Boscov's Burke's Jazz Fest Spotlight. My name is Joe Painter, and with me this afternoon is Jim Landrigan. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Good to see you again. Hey, good to see you, too. We go back Thanks. a long way in a number of capacities. Absolutely. And you are owner of Landis Place. Yes, I am. And you are a huge supporter of the Boscov's Burke's Jazz Fest. Absolutely. For years and years and years. I can remember going to Jazz Fest, and I've been blessed over the years to be able to go up on stage and introduce different people. And I would right. always see you and Debbie right. um, always supporting and often sporting the T-shirt, which meant you were volunteering. We were volunteering also. That's correct. When did you start volunteering? I think 1993. I think it was oh, the sure. second we or third year. Yeah. Um, we saw Mike Anderson at the River Edge. That's how long ago that goes when we had three shows that went in the afternoon. So Mm -hmm. it was like six hours of music. Well, it wasn't quite six hours. It was five hours of music. And Kiko Matui was coming up for the last show. And I see Mike Anderson pulling a speaker off the stage. So after the band got started, he came up. I said, Mike, what are you doing? He goes, this is the Jazz Fest. I'm volunteering. I said, so... You could volunteer to take speakers off stage and escort artists on and carry their instruments and get to watch this stuff for free? And he said, absolutely. And I said, we're in. So and that then, was And the then next year we were there. Now, it's a lot of work. I mean, uh, when we first started, it, I, mean, I mean, we're thinking we're going to be great. We're going to just mm-hmm. do that work, and we're going to mm-hmm. sit down and watch it. Well, it doesn't quite work that way. But you know what? You can hear music. So You can. <laughs> even, though we're, even though when we're in the background doing things, we were getting to hear the band and, and being there. It's just so exciting. And you get to meet the artists. Oh, the artists are fantastic. Uh, I actually had a uh, billboard up for Keiko, and uh, I have it in my office framed uh, where I took a picture and brought it to a concert that she was at and had her <sighs> sign it. So I still have that on my desk. Um, and we have a lot of artists uh, signed memorabilia in our office because it's uh, it's just something that we love. And that's simply by nature of volunteering. Volunteering, absolutely. So volunteer for Boscov's Burks Jazz Fest. You absolutely. still need volunteers. We need volunteers. Our our volunteer base are getting young, like me. There are a lot of us. That <laughs> it's are, a beautiful thing to are, grow young, isn't that, it? <laughs> right. That are fifty plus. So uh, we really have to look at the next generation because five twenty five years. We're going strong to get to the next 25. I'm probably going to be more a listener, and it may it may not even be <laughs> of this earth. So oh, we, we definitely have to look at we have to look at uh, increasing our base. So you music lovers, you musicians, you young folk that are looking for a great place to uh, volunteer, this is it. And when you started in in 91, 92, when mm-hmm. it first started. Were you a huge jazz fan to begin with, or did this come to town and you went, oh, wow, that's pretty cool? Uh, yeah, we were jazz fans, mm-hmm. not to the degree that some people were. I grew up with rock and roll. I grew up with right. fusion in the 60s. Uh, Billy Cobham, who's playing uh, this year, was somebody that I listened to. So we got the bug back in the late 60s, early 70s, and then smooth jazz kind of crossed over. Yep. There's a number of those artists that did play rock and roll and with rock and roll bands so mm-hmm. it just was just a natural transition so we just love really great music and you'll hear great music here that is extremely well said and you run into some people sometimes well i don't really like jazz and then they'll come out and go oh wow that's jazz right exactly um, it's so you, sometimes you get a notion of what it is and i think 
over the years, and you could probably speak to this much better than I can, but I get the impression there's a, a concerted effort to bring in different genres that are maybe born of jazz. Absolutely. I mean, jazz encompasses a tremendous amount. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can love the jazz greats, which is more straight ahead, and I think that's what people that don't understand music think of, and they go, my gosh, I, I, Miles Davis is just, I, I, that's just too hard for me. Right. But it's everything today. You know, we have... Uh, fusion, we have urban jazz, we have gospel. Yeah, that's uh, big. There's been so much, uh, so many different things, 120 venues of so many different types of music. What I got our two sons, who are now in their 20s, mid 20s, they didn't grow up, they grew up hearing what we played, but of course right. they got into rap and they got into other music. But the way we got them sold was take them to a live show. There's nothing better than going over to the jazz base, for instance, and sitting from here to almost a little further than you. Exactly. And watching Joe McBride or somebody just play music uh, live, it's just incredible. And that really got them more hooked into some of our music. That is another element that you bring up. The, the uh, venues, for the most part, are rather intimate. Absolutely. And the performers are very, very accessible Absolutely. to the audience. Absolutely. You, you'll see the performers throughout the shows when they're not playing they're yeah. they're out either in the audience or they're out in the uh, vestibules and different areas signing autographs mm -hmm. uh, having beers and sodas with uh, with the people that are yeah. here and that's why the fans love it so much is there's real contact there it's not like your superstar pop musician that has an entourage that takes them in and out of the building as soon as they're done. These and folks, you're not allowed these, to look at them. Right. And a lot <laughs> of them are staying here. I mean, most, many of the artists are doing multiple acts. So they're staying here two and three days. And if anybody really wants to know, I have the list of where each one of them are staying. So, no, I'm kidding. Couldn't <laughs> I thought you were going to tell but... me where they're going for breakfast. You, know? <laughs> you just might be But yeah, you'll see, you'll see everybody that's playing here if you, if you just get out and, and get around to the shows. So you started by volunteering, correct? And and that's because well, free music. I get right. to enjoy this by pitching in a little bit. And you do say that lightly because you've been known to be breaking down a stage at one in the morning from oh, time to absolutely. time. Absolutely, yeah. It's hard work. It's hard work. You gotta love it. Um, and my wife and I are going to be helping again this year to build the stage over at the Crown Plaza. That's our old place. It was the Sheridan when we were there. And uh, Mike Anderson was the stage manager, right. and we, we called right. it Fort Anderson, so we spent many hours and many years there. <laughs> but we're going to help there again with that. And, of course, we're going to enjoy the music. But it, it's, it's hard work. It isn't, trust me, you, you, you work. It isn't just that you get to do an hour's work and watch a bunch of free music. Right, but it's worth it. Absolutely. It's worth it. And Absolutely. that's elbow grease work. You're doing another job. You fill another role that is hard work as well. It takes a lot of dedication and a lot of your time, and that's serving as president of the board for the Berks Arts Council. Absolutely. What pushed you over there? Because that's a whole other ball of wax and right. truly a huge right. time commitment. Right. Well, the, the great thing for Berks County is that the, uh, uh, the Berks Arts Council has as a presenting sponsor of mm -hmm. Jazz Fest along with Bandshell, along with Fast Lane Art and other um, art commitments into the community. So w without the Arts Council supporting it and raising the funds to put this show on and, and organizing the volunteers and the man hours that our staff put in, which is a whole big staff of three. That's the Arts Council That's staff. That's the Arts Council staff. There's they only three in, staff. There's only three staff members. Wow. And 90 cents of every dollar that we bring in goes out into 
presentations. Only 10% goes to staff. Can so you an, say that again? Seriously. 90 cents on every dollar that we collect at Burke's Arts Council goes to presentations. 10% that's only huge. goes to staff. If you look at that, and that's a trend. If you're donating, um, you want to know where's that dollar split, and mm -hmm. you can find that information, and a 90-10 split is huge. So donate to the Berks mm -hmm. Arts Council. So we're proud of that, and mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of work. We've got a great board. Uh, they pitch in, too. Uh, the board also helps to pay for the volunteer concert, which is on Thursday before the show. We started this two, last year to thank the volunteers for all the hard work they do. There's 400-plus volunteers, so you got to thank them some way. So we have a concert at Building 24 that you can only go yeah. to if you're a volunteer or you get to work there if you're a board member. And uh, that's pretty Gerald cool. Beasley's going to head it again this year, but mm -hmm. there's always some great special guests that show up. So that's our way of thanking the hard work that the sponsors do. I'm sorry, that the volunteers do. So yeah, if you want to go to that concert, you got to volunteer. volunteer. How do you point. do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you'd have to contact Burke's Arts Council. Okay. You can go to our uh, website. Yep. And I'm supposed to remember that, but I probably don't. Burke's Arts, Burke's Arts Council. Council. It'll come up. Yeah, dot <laughs> org. Yeah, yeah. Just Google Burke's Arts Council. And uh, you contact us. It's almost too late now because we're getting ready oh, to Oh, really? Run. I mean, you, you could. We do have some people that called at the last minute and say, hey, can I help? But this thing is a well-oiled machine. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, so many different venues. You have to have people front of house all ready to take tickets, let people in, sell merchandise, work merchandise tables. Then you have to have your, your uh, crew and the production crew in the back that's loading the bands in and out. You've got the transportation department, which go and pick up artists at hotels, at various airports and get them back and forth to different venues so it's a and then you have a hospitality crew too. hospitality crew band. thank you i'm hoping i'm not forgetting anybody no but, there's so but it's much. a well-oiled machine but if you want to volunteer definitely contact us we'll try to put you in this year but we'll get you set up because we plan on having at least 25 more years of this of this wonderful Boscov's Burke's Jazz Festival. And you, Jim, have been a trailblazer for the whole event and, and uh, a model of how just being a resident of Berks County, liking the music and going, you know, I'd like to see more of those shows and maybe three are in the budget. Volunteering, you can put some more shows in the budget because you do get to enjoy that, Absolutely. whether you're watching it or hearing it. Absolutely. And 25 more years. 25 more years, yeah. Doesn't happen with volunteers and uh, saying, yeah, pick me. So I'm glad that you said, yeah, pick me, because you've been an integral part of the fest, and I look forward to seeing you and Debbie this year. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. seeing you, too. Coming up really soon, Boscov's Brooks Jazz Fest. There's another spotlight.